What's up, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of ADHD Unplugged, A Day in the Life. I'm your host, Chaz Cecil, and before we even get started today, I just want to say thank you to everybody who has followed the podcast, who has listened, who has supported. I just want to thank all of y'all out there. I mean, I didn't think I'd get more than 10 downloads, and to have more than that in the first week is just awesome, and I really appreciate that. To the people who supported the channel already... I just want to say thank you and don't be surprised if you get something in the mail. Well, in today's episode, we are supposed to talk about the basics of ADHD. But when I recorded it all and I put it into post-production, I got bored after like three minutes of listening to myself. So I didn't think that was going to work after listening to some other ADHD podcast. I realized that's kind of what everybody else was doing and that's not what I want to do. So I went out to social media And I asked everybody, if you could ask someone with ADHD a question, what would it be? And after all the questions I got back, I came up with 20 of what I thought was the best questions. And that's what we're going to do for today's episode. I'm going to answer those questions for everybody. If you're bummed and you're excited for me to talk about the basics of ADHD, please let me know. Set up an email, unpluggedcomments at gmail.com. If you have any suggestions or comments, please let me know. I'm also going to do these 20 questions in a two-part series. That way it just doesn't drag on forever. And I'll post the last 10 questions a couple days after I post the first 10. All right, so I didn't put these questions in any sort of order. They're just kind of random, random ass questions. However, I did choose the hardest one for number one. And that is, what's ADHD like? in your daily life and this is really such a hard one to answer because it's hard to explain to somebody what you can't show them you can't show them the inside of your brain and how many thoughts you have and the way you can't control the thoughts inside your brain or what goes on inside your head and at least for me this is really hard because the ADHD in all the thoughts that I can't control and the anxiety leads me to depression. And with that depression just becomes a whole different ball game in dealing with the struggle. To keep it short, really, it's every day it's just hard to stay focused, stay on track, and get what we need to done without focusing on everything else that's going on around us or by being overwhelmed with everything that's going on around us. This is really a question that I could probably spend 30, 40 minutes on and go into and go into depth really about what it's like for me from the time I wake up to the time I go to bed. And if that's something you want to know more about, let me know and I'll do a whole episode on it. So question number two is, do you have trouble focusing on tasks? The truth is, it just depends on what that task is. If it's something I'm interested on, then no, I don't. It's something that's I'm going to think about 24-7 and I really want to do it and I really want to get it done. If it's something boring or mundane that I've had to do every single day for the past week, two weeks, a year, then no, I, I don't want to do it at all. And, you know, there could be things that you like to do that 
eventually get boring to you and you just want to move on. So the third question we have is, how do you handle distractions? And I mean, I guess distractions is a broad term for, I guess, being distracted by really anything that could be. And yes, yes, I get distracted a lot, but I usually always go back to what I was doing before I was distracted. Yeah, sometimes I might lose my thought and I might have to take a break and go back to it. But usually those distractions are just thoughts in your head. Something that just pops up momentarily. You stop what you're doing to think about that. And then you're right back to doing what you were doing before. Number four, any tips for staying organized? Now I picked this one because I'm not good at it whatsoever. My wife always tells me to write stuff down. And and I just, I just don't. I can't stop long enough to grab a piece of paper or even put it in the notes in my phone. I just, I can't stop for a second to do that. How I've learned to stay organized is by putting things in the same spot over and over again, almost like having OCD a little bit. When I take the keys out of my car, I put them in the same spot. When I take my wallet or change or credit cards or anything, I always lay them in the same spot. And this just keeps me from having to do any guesswork on where my things are. I know if I put them in the same spot every day, then that's where they're going to be the next day or whenever I need to get to them. Now, if I get distracted and I set any of those things somewhere differently, then I have to spend half the day looking for it because I have no clue where I set it down because I got distracted and set it down And now I have no clue. Number five, do you struggle with impulsivity? And honestly, yes, this is something that I struggle with probably every single day because one of the things that makes me happy is to go do something spontaneous or random or go shop or go surf or go just go do something at the spur of the moment most of the time my joy is spending money and an impulsivity obviously doesn't help with that one bit at all a lot of us out there with adhd constantly need stimulation in the brain so impulsivity is just one of those things that you have to do to keep that stimulation going Because if you don't, then everything just slowly slides downhill. Number six, how does ADHD impact relationships? This is one I never really thought too much about. Um, You know, through going to some counseling and stuff, a, a, a lot of people have told me that ADHD has a huge impact on relationships. And I'm sure it does. What what I could see why it would impact relationship is just from one person having it and the other person not. And the person who doesn't just doesn't understand what the, uh, what the other person is dealing with on a day-to-day basis. It has taken us 12 years that we've been together for her to kind of just finally understand the types of things that I deal with on a day-to-day basis. 
Number seven, are there specific situations that trigger symptoms? And again, this is another one to really hit the nail on the head per se, because from my experience, what I've noticed is I've, I've, I've learned how to control the thoughts most of the time. Yes, sometimes they get out of control. And when I'm in a more depressive mood, it seems to be a little worse and worse. I mean, I'm, I can't just let it go as easy. I, I tend to dwell really hard on things. And for, for situations that trigger it, I've noticed that it's really when I just have a lot of anxiety and I get really overwhelmed, which some days isn't very easily and some days that's very easily. But I notice when I do get overwhelmed that the symptoms are just instantly 10 times harder on me and a lot harder to deal with. Number eight, how do you manage time? This is another question that I pick because I'm not really good at it. I'm not a good time management person. Um, I've never been able to work a regular job. I've never, I mean, I have plenty of times, but the whole time it's always a struggle. One time when we were kids and we took some mushrooms with some friends and everything, I, I looked over at my friend in the middle of it and I said, Hey, what time is it? And he looked back at me with the straightest face I've ever seen and just said, what is time? And from that moment, I've thought about time differently. And one of the things I've always said to myself that came to me one day is, you can't buy time, but time costs money. And when you really think about that, not only will the thought of time change for you, but you will value your time a lot more. Number nine, do you forget things often? And I want to say no. Again, this is one that just kind of depends on the day, how I wake up. If I wake up and I'm super anxious that day, then yes, I might forget to grab some tools before work or something that I really needed. But most of the time I try to stay focused on what I need, especially if it's for work. And that's really the only real times I need to remember something is what I need for work the next day, being that I do different jobs every single day. What kind of helps me with that a little bit is my overthinking and me just always thinking about what I need to do and what's next and what has to happen. And again, that's that might be a, mind, a mentality I have because I've run businesses before and crews and that's just how you have to think to keep things on schedule and to keep things moving. But I could probably say that this is one of the better things that I have control of. And the last question for today, number 10 of this two-part series, is are there any benefits to having ADHD? And this is one I had to think about a little bit too, and I think there is benefits to having ADHD if you have a lot of self-control. If you have a lot of self-control and you could stay organized and you could stay focused and you could put away the thoughts that are constantly coming at you, good or bad. And most of the time, those thoughts 
are, are right in the middle. They're not always the best. They're not always bad. Usually those thoughts are so freaking random. They're so hard to explain how your head is just like just going at it. But nothing means anything. None of those thoughts have anything to do with anything. Some of the other benefits I've noticed is it's definitely made me a very loving and caring person. I have a lot of empathy and can re relate to a lot of different people and, and in a lot of different situations. I could almost put myself in their shoes to feel how they feel, to relate to them, to be on their level and, and be able to help them and understand in certain ways that, that people aren't able to. A lot of people aren't able to put themselves in someone else's shoes and think about what they go through on a day-to-day -day basis. And I feel with a lot of people with ADHD are able to do this because we are overthinkers and because we have a lot of empathy for people. Well, that was the first 10 questions in this two-part episode. I'm going to get out the next 10 questions to y'all in a couple days. And I hope y'all really enjoyed this. I tried to answer them as honest as possibly. And just so y'all could... See, see what I deal with. Again, maybe y'all can relate and we could learn from each other and, and, and grow and learn how to control the ADHD and the struggles that we have. Again, I want to say thank you to everyone who downloaded, to everyone who supported the channel so far. It means so much to me. I can't thank you enough. This week's been a crazy hard week and... I'm currently recording and editing tonight that I'm about to release this episode in total ADHD fashion of procrastination and waiting to the last minute to get it done. But hey, whatever. If it gets done, it gets done. And that's what I've learned. Again, y'all, if I could go on and probably make an episode on each of these questions. So if there's one you would like to hear more on, I've, again, I've set up that email, unpluggedcomments at gmail.com. Please just send me an email. Let me know what question you liked and how you want me to go a little more in depth on it. Or just say, hey, I'd like to know a little more about this question. And, and I'll think it up and I'll try to come up with a really good episode on how to explain it to you. Well, that's it for this one, y'all. I hope you have a great day evening, afternoon, wherever it is, and peace, one love, see you in a couple days.